Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, uh, we're going to talk about the elephant that's in the room, injuries to parts of the body whilst undertaking rope access. Could be uh, quite interesting. I think uh, a lot of people call it a RSI, repetitive strain injury, or the other term that gets used is OOS, Occasional Overuse Syndrome. Having looked at that, been around since the 90s. There's been quite a lot of uh, information from health and safety in, through the early 90s into the 2000s all the way up to the 20s. There's been advice on how to deal with it. Obviously, it's not just rope access that deals with doing the same thing over and over again um, and ending up with an injury and then having to manage that injury. So we'll uh, we'll try and unpack this, see how we can prevent these uh OOS injuries from happening and what equipment we can use, what we could do a bit differently. Maybe a shout out to manufacturers on what they could be doing differently just to make our lives easier. As always, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, press the button so you get notifications of when we go live every Tuesday, 9am Sydney time. Share it with your friends will be amazing. That's the only uh, payment I really ask for. If you could share this with your friends, let them know about it if they're into rope access. If they're dealing with any injuries from rope access, uh, yeah, let them know. Maybe this could help them. But let's crack on with uh, RSI or OOS injuries in rope access. So maybe we should just go for a show of hands. Um, anybody who's listening in ever had any type of elbow injury from uh, doing rope access? Either golfer's elbow on the outside in the tendons or tennis elbow on the inside of your elbow. I'm sure there's a lot of people sitting there going, yes, I have. Um, yeah, something that I picked up years ago or, yeah, I got that recently on a job. So, yeah, something that I've suffered with in the past, I've learned to manage it um, and spoken to a lot of people about how to deal with it uh, to prevent it from happening. We're going to sort of unpack what's going on with the body, how we can deal with it if you're on a course and you're having to deal with that injury so you can get through your IRADA course and how we can prevent it from happening in the first place is a good one and what manufacturers could do to help uh, it from not happening would be amazing. So first off, uh, what are we looking at here? Um, where a lot of people get this particular injury in uh, in the elbow is from ascending. So they're climbing up on their chest ascender and they've got their hand ascender above. Most uh, right-hand dominant people will grab the hand ascender with their right hand on the handle and they will pull as hard as they can, especially if it's a bloke because we're dumb and we simply just think we can haul ourselves up on our arms. So they grab hold that handle, they squeeze as tight as they can with their hand with all their fingers around that handle and they pull as hard as they can. What we're actually doing there is we're putting a lot of strain onto the onto the wrist because we've got our wrist at sort of a 45 degree angle, which isn't great. And it's then going down, because we've got all of our fingers tight, it's coming down through the muscles in our forearm, which is going to be tight, down to the tendons in our elbow. And we're going to be putting pressure onto there. Uh, the muscles are pretty strong. Most people that get involved in rope access are pretty tough and pretty strong. So they, uh, the muscles can handle it. But now we're exposing tendons to something that they haven't normally been exposed to. If you go to the gym and do chin-ups, you don't hold your hands at a 45-degree angle and try and pull yourself up um, and that type of stuff. So we need to manage that. I've spoken to um, 
physios. I remember speaking to Jackie Dodd. She's been in on the episode. Uh, Jackie, previous to, if you listen to that episode, previous to being a rope access technician, she was a physio. So this was back in the sort of 06, 07, I think this was. Uh, chatted to her about what was going on in the with the elbows because it was a it was a big issue and it's been around for years you know that people are getting injuries in their arm and what uh, what she explained to me was what we need to do with our hand is relax our two fork fingers the ones where you're giving them the forks if we relax those two fingers that takes the pressure off of that elbow uh, the way that our hand works the our pinky and ring finger so those two, just the little finger and the one next to it, they're the gripping fingers. They're the ones that do all the, they're really good at gripping. The next three fingers, including our thumb, well, so next two fingers and then our thumb, they're the ones that separate us from all the other animals out there. They're the ones that we can do things with, do carabiners up, you know, open things and things like that. So they're not as good at gripping, but they're really good at doing things. So we want to relax those two forks. What I actually do, and this was advice that I've received, is when I'm ascending the ropes, I'm right hand dominant. I hold on to the hand ascender with my left hand. No, I don't hold on to the handle. I place my hand on top. Uh, the manufacturers have actually designed the device so that your hand can go above your left hand and then your right hand can hold on to the handle. But I don't hold on to the handle. I just put my left hand above. If I'm near the ground, my right hand will help pull the rope through my chest ascender. Or when I'm getting further up, I may place my hands next to each other or maybe use a handle but I place that left hand initially on the top of that hand ascender I relax my forks my two fork fingers and I'm holding on the thing that happens because I'm not holding on as tight and I haven't got a decent thing to grip hold of I have to have that arm relaxed so now I'm not pulling with my arm and that forces me to use my leg I'm right leg dominant so I'll have my foot loop with my right leg and I will be standing up using my leg I need to use my left a lot more 20 odd years of rope access my body's all a bit deformed my right butt cheeks bigger than my left my right quads bigger than my left through years of ascending ropes something that I've been working on the last few years trying to get them back the same size but that's maybe one of the hazards of, uh, of being a rope tech so I've now got my hand on there and I'm not actually pulling as much with my arm so that seems to work um other things that you can do, uh, yeah, a bit of a shout out. This uh, episode came about because uh, Richie Spence over in Canada, he reached out and was giving me a few pointers on what he does over there. Richie's been on an episode. If you want to jump back and have a look at that episode, um, yeah, he's got some cool things to talk about. But he's uh, noticed this being an issue in his training centre over in Canada. And what he's actually done is he's got rid of the handle descenders and he's moved over to basics. So a basic from Petzl doesn't have the handle it's a bit like a chest ascender similar size but um the angle on the bottom so it's sort of a cross between a hand ascender and a and a chest ascender or a crawl and he's using them so people that don't actually have the handle to grab hold of and that seems to work i tried to do that a few years ago dropped a few of them into the into the box but people being creatures of habit they weren't really into it, it had to be a big conversation to try and convince people to have a go and a lot of them just went back to what they knew if they were experienced in the industry. But he's moved over, so you physically can't grab hold of it because it's smaller. You can't hold on to it, so you have to relax the elbow. 
But that's great. So that's ways of preventing it. Stopping thinking, engaging your core, not grabbing hold tight with your hand, relaxing those two fingers, and hopefully we don't end up with this problem. Pushing with our legs, using our legs as much as possible. But let's say that you're on the course and um, and it does start to twinge in your elbow. So on the inside, just where the crease is in your elbow, normally starts to hurt in there. I can almost feel mine hurting talking about it. But um, yeah, having played around with this uh, injury for quite a few years, um, mine's pretty good at the moment, but have some maybe some PTSD about it over the years. So that's why I engage everything correctly these days. But we've got it starting to hurt. First thing you need to do, especially if you're on our router course, inform your instructor. Let them know that you have a RSI injury of the elbow, um, OOS injury of the elbow. This is a uh, this is an injury. You've uh, you've got a repetitive strain injury. Uh, says it in the name whilst undertaking an Arata course. So shouldn't this be reported to Arata? All incidents, accidents, near misses need to be reported to Arata within seven days. How many of you guys are listening in have been on a course where you or somebody else has hurt their elbow? Has it been reported to Arata? I think it hasn't. Um, A couple of years ago, I was uh, reporting every single time there was an elbow injury to Arata. I received zero feedback, nothing. It just went into their data and nothing ever come of it. Didn't make it into any of the WASA reports or anything like that. But let's imagine that everybody, every training company, every operating company reported these injuries to Arata, some of these elbows hurting. Maybe that would have flagged it as an issue in our industry that people are getting this repetitive strain injury in their elbow. Could be a interesting conversation. Maybe Arata as a trade association trying to improve the safety and well-being of technicians, we'll be able to approach manufacturers, speak to them about how things could be changed and what could be done. Not saying that Arata's to blame or any of the manufacturers are to blame, but if we've identified an issue, uh, we need to rectify it, you know, if we can eliminate it. So let's uh, let's have a look at what we could do to avoid uh, this happening in changes with equipment. So if we look at the uh, handle, the sender, Whichever one, the Ascension, the ones from CT, doesn't really matter. They're all built in the same way. When we grab hold of that handle on the hand ascender, we put a 45-degree bend in our wrist. So we're putting strange forces onto our wrist instantly. And if you grab hold tight, our arm goes tight all the way down to the elbow. Is there a way, and I'm no manufacturer of gear, of being able to have some sort of handle on the device that sits at a 45 degree angle so we are pulling in a direct pull on it so it puts our wrist at a nice sort of horizontal angle um, and so we can pull on it and then we're doing a type of chin up you know with our grabbing the back of a bar and pulling ourselves up that way we all know that having the um, underhand grip rather than the overhand grip on chin ups is a bit easier so it could give us a nice easy way of doing that I don't know how that would work with being able to remove it or things like that but it might be a nice thing to have that the handle is at a different angle. Other things that are out there, mention this in other episodes, you know, there's now lots of powered ascenders coming out. So instead of us having to ascend using our mechanical devices, maybe we could be moving over to um, battery devices uh, or powered winches and things like that. I'm sure over the years they will start to get smaller and more reasonable in price. So that could be something that could be used um, to reduce having to do longer sense, you know, avoiding that fatigue in casualties and things like that. So yeah, there's some uh, 
food for thought, really. You know, what can we do about the injuries that we're getting? First thing I would say is if you get injured, especially if you're working for a, um, a rider company, you need to report it to your supervisor. That needs to go through to the technical authority who needs to be reporting that to a rider that there's uh, occasional uh, injuries happening, so ROS or repetitive strain injuries, as we uh, as we know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a syndrome or a injury, whichever way you want to go with those. Reporting that to Arada, so then we can get some stats on what's going on in our industry, what injuries uh, people are getting. Other things we can do, uh, how we manage our devices, trying to avoid holding onto that device with a handle, as I've mentioned, you know, relaxing those two fingers on your hand, holding on over the top of the device, using a different device, putting a basic in there, as uh, Richie Spence has done. He's removed him from service because he's identified the hazard and he's implemented a control. And then uh, maybe speaking to manufacturers. Maybe there's some manufacturers out there thinking about this. People who better brains than me come up with a nice design of how it could be used. So yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, the RSI that we get in the elbow. Hopefully none of you have to deal with this. Um, it is a little bit painful. I've seen people who struggle to lift their hat up off of the desk with one hand and be able to bend their arm. So, um, yeah, stay safe out there for sure. Well, thanks for listening all the way to the end. As always, uh, subscribe, reach out to us if there's anything you want to discuss. If you've got any ways of managing these injuries, definitely reach out to me. I'm definitely interested in hearing other people's opinions. See uh, see if we can improve this industry, this rope access industry that we all love. Definitely share this with your friends. If you know anybody who's dealing with these uh, issues, share this information with them tell them about the podcast that'd be amazing but anyway for now stay safe i'll see you soon cheers cheers